On this week's Vero Beach social media pop-up podcast, we talk to Elizabeth Kennedy. We chat with her about her 37 years in business and how the party industry tells us a lot about the Vero Beach economy. Give it a listen. You're going to love it. I guarantee it. Here we go. All right, welcome to another episode of the Vero Beach Social Media Pop-Up Podcast. We're here at Quail Valley on Royal Palm Point. We're with Elizabeth Kennedy. How are you today? Fabulous. Yeah, thank you for coming out. <laughs> my pleasure. Couldn't have had a better day, huh? Oh my gosh, this is why we all live in Florida. Man, we, we usually shoot these inside, and uh, I'm so happy that we have the opportunity to shoot outside. It's a little windy, but yeah. this, uh, this beautiful building is protecting us from the wind. But uh, anyhow, I want to talk to you about Elizabeth D. Kennedy and Company Catering. That's a mouthful. <laughs> um, talk to us about uh, about the catering business, about your business. Well, gosh, I mean, I'm really proud to say it's 37 years that I have had the great privilege of working in this community. It's grown over the years. It's like raising a child almost. It's just, it started quite small. It was infantile. And as Vero Beach grew, the events grew. It's such a philanthropic community. We have so many fundraisers. There are so many you know, incredible causes. And consequently, events just started happening. And along with private parties, which is really what I started with, was small private parties. And Mrs. So-and-so would have 20 friends over and say, can you make some of those wonderful little canapes? And can you bring a bartender and a gal to help? And, and it just blossomed and exploded. And that's what happened. So you've been in business 37 years? This year. Oh my goodness. So yeah. what got you to start this business? Well, it, I'll try to streamline this. <laughs> so I went to school in New York City and I was very passionate to become an actress. I, okay. was, I was dedicated. I was very serious about it. I had had a very good high school experience and went straight to New York and I went to the Academy of uh, dramatic arts in New York and was dissuaded there because they said you can never be a stage actress a your voice doesn't carry and b you really need to forget about this if you want to do something like this it needs to be film it needs to be television soap operas sell commercials sell etc whatever and it was deflating for me and Simultaneously, I was working part-time for a top, top caterer. I mean, he really rivaled Glorious Foods and the Silver Palette in New York City. And in the 80s, that was that was it. It was the Martha Stewart of, of the catering world. And they were exploding with success. The late David Thorne was, became my mentor. I worked parties for Chanel and Elizabeth Taylor and Diana Ross and American Express and Brooklyn Academy of Music. It was just unbelievable what he was doing. And so I often say my life crossed paths. I just, I didn't know it, but it, it was, it was the most fun I'd ever had in my life for sure. And, and I, I just shifted direction, I think is what happened. When I came to Vero Beach, I was out of school. I wasn't sure what to do. I came to visit a friend, a girlfriend, and she had a gourmet shop at the Village Shops up the street, and she got married. She moved to Boston. I bought her business. It was <laughs> something to do. I literally, I was like, this is something to do. I didn't open up at the Village Shops, but she had just started the catering business. I mean, maybe one or two little baby parties a week. And I thought, well, you know, I... 
I can do that. And so I did. And it wasn't well thought out. It wasn't planned. I didn't go to school for this, but I had been training and I didn't even know it. So little by little, it grew and uh, it grew pretty quickly, actually. And it was just it was just the right time. And I just didn't know it. But here I am like 37 years later. Wow. <laughs> so you didn't start in the village shops. Where where was the first uh, catering place that where did you open? I opened in my apartment, which was next to Nino's way back in the day, across the street from Charlie Brown's. Okay. And that's an old Vero uh, name right there. You, oh, you, my god! If you remember Charlie Brown's, you're from oh, here. <laughs> Charlie Brown's. And they were so great. They let me use their walk-ins as refrigerators and I made it happen. I worked and I then moved and bought my home, which is in Central Beach. And I thought I could make it commercial. I begged the Board of Health. I said, do whatever you need to do, because I'm really on the right, right on the border of where of where it is commercial. They said, no way. You really cannot do this. I said, OK. So I went and I rented my first commercial space in Miracle Mile, not where I am now, but around the corner, a tiny little space. And then I nabbed that bigger space where I am now many moons ago. The place you're in now is great. It's perfect. It's awesome. A yeah. huge kitchen in the back. Yes. A little showroom in the front. You've got a little office space on the side. Yes. Works out great. So um, what is the address? Just in case somebody wants to come and visit you. Sure. It's 486 21st Street. 486 21st Street. Right. It's right off of Miracle Mile, right next to Kelly's. You can't miss it. Directly across the street from Publix. Yeah. In Miracle Mile. It's so easy. Yeah. So how, and the, we, we're going to get mm. on a maybe a little touchy subject, uh, <laughs> but I think ultimately it came out good. COVID affected tons of businesses, uh, not only in Vero Beach, but statewide, nationally, internationally. Talk to us about how COVID affected you and how, and I'm going to get into why I'm going to ask this question, but were the things that you did to, to mitigate the effects of COVID? Powerful question. So I use the word torpedoed. I felt like a torpedo dropped on my business. And I really reflect now that I think the travel industry and the entertainment industry took it pretty tough because the quintessential wrong thing to do was have a get together. So about 200 parties canceled inside of a week. We were on the precipice of doing a party for 600. Everything was in house. It was two days later, canceled Friday the 13th. It was insane. And so my little itty bitty retail business that was in existence, which I kept really because of client demand. It, it was not something, it was, it, it was just, a, if it was 10% of my business, that was it. Well, you know, as, as, my, as my business just sort of sank to the bottom of the ocean, or so it felt like, you know, we all had a little catastrophic thinking during those days. Sure. I didn't know what to expect. It was just surreal to me. But suddenly I kept finding clients coming in and they were buying you know, I mean, just tons of takeout food. And then the panic shopping started. I was like, oh, please come panic shop in my business. <laughs> please, the doors are wide open. And that's exactly what happened. So as one just crashed, the other lifted. I don't know for sure, but I think if, if, I, was, if I was doing 10% of retail, it's grown by 30 it's, it's significantly busier. And I had the smart style social media, which I knew I had to do. And because I'm a little old school and I, I do have a computer, I 
do have an iPhone and I and I know how to do things, but I'm not terribly savvy when it comes to social media. And I knew I needed help. And it really, I think, catapulted us into a new level of busyness, which has been just a great ride. I'm so grateful for it. It it isn't it wasn't the parties and the events, it wasn't the same, but it mitigated it. It it was a band-aid on a hemorrhage. And that's where I'm at. So that's <sighs> well, I love the to-go concept that you have where people can come in, they yeah. can get, you know, a platter, they can get a dish, they can bring it to their house, they can throw it in the oven. Mm-hmm. And and I really, I really, really, truly feel that the best entrepreneurs and the people that can pivot and can make those mm-hmm. changes on a whim, those are the people that succeeded. So the businesses that, that the people that went out of business during COVID, I feel terrible for them. Right. But those are the people that just couldn't make it. I mean, they just couldn't make it. They, mm-hmm. they couldn't they couldn't change. They couldn't pivot. And, and businesses like yours, I think, really should be commended for mm-hmm. for for taking that initiative and, and, and saying, OK, well, I can't do parties, but what can I do? Uh, we interviewed the folks that own Filthy's Fine Cocktails and Beer, and, mm-hmm. and they did the same thing. They were doing alcohol delivery. OK, you yeah. can't come to my bar. Right. But you can order beer and we'll deliver it to you uh-huh. again. It's it's that it's that entrepreneurial spirit, I think, that that. that really keeps businesses like yours uh, up up and going when, when there's a worldwide pandemic. So while I, I appreciate you commending social media, I commend you mm-hmm. for making uh, just a great decision on, on kind of changing your business model for the time being. Now, all that being said, COVID's kind of fading away a little bit. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, knock on whatever we got to knock on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you always say that your business is the barometer mm-hmm. for how industry and how commerce is going to be here. Talk to us about, I mean, we're in the middle of November. It's almost think, well, this will release the day after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about um, what you're seeing in your business as far as catering and parties and all that goes now. Right. It's so interesting because every day is, is telling, you know, and I, I, I was quoted as being the barometer because if people are getting together and having a party, I mean, really it was, it's, it's very telling. And the, and the answer is yes, it's happening. We did a museum event mm, 10 days ago, 225 people were together. Oh my gosh, that was a real life A year ago, that would have been impossible. Well, it didn't happen. It just, (laughs) it just didn't, it just didn't happen. So, um, yes, we had a full schedule. The last two weeks we've had a hanging schedule. That's how I make reference to it. People are, ecstatic to be together. The staff that works parties were telling me they were practically mowed over with hugs and highs and just then they all the, the all the guests just started hugging each other. Renee said, "Oh my gosh, they were dancing." I said, "Come on." She said they were dancing all of them. It's people are so happy to be back together. They are ecstatic to be back together. The energy, the even the people that come into the shop that are planning parties, it's like it's electric. It's very cool. So safety first. We don't know what's going on. Stuff going on in Europe. I'm not here to talk about that, but um, <sighs> breathing. I'm remembering to breathe every day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a tough industry to be in, especially yeah. when you're relying on uh, the people getting together and, and they just can't. And, yeah. and, and I would be remiss in not saying that I remember feeling very fortunate that we were able to even stay open with retail because we were deemed essential. I was like, oh, we're so lucky. <laughs> and I just had to sort of look at it that way. Forget all the other. Just be be grateful that you could be open. And it was very good for me through COVID because 
just the social aspect of it that I had clients come in and we could commiserate and talk about it. And it was like, huh, go home at the end of the day and just feel like you've produced something and tried your best and staying alive. Yeah. Yeah. So the holidays are coming up. Yeah. All right. Busy time for you. Yes. What would you say is the most, uh, most, um, what's the word I'm looking for, I guess, or the phrase I'm looking for. What's that? Biggest focus. Biggest focus. Yeah. So the holidays are here. Holiday parties are coming. I guess the biggest menu item is kind of what I'm thinking of. Oh, what are wow. people what do people want out of Elizabeth Kennedy catering? What are people looking for? I might answer it this way. Um, people are leaning toward cocktail parties. Stand up, get together, visit with people, have that opportunity to chat and have past hors d'oeuvres and lighter fare rather than seated, intimate sit-down dinners. They're more complicated. I think we'll get back to that. Um, some of the events are shifting into cocktail parties. I So not the million-dollar spaghetti. Well, that's for takeout. That's for takeout. <laughs> that's, that's what you take home and you put your feet on the coffee table and you have a plate of spaghetti and you put whatever you want to watch on television. That's that type of thing. But for us, if we're doing parties and events... You know, we do just a mixture of small parties of eight, like a very super nice dinner party to uh, we do dinners for Piper Aircraft for 2000 people, you know. And so it's across the board. So what do people want? They want they want quality. They want reliability. They want the same staff. They want fair prices, just like everybody in the world. And holiday food is holiday food, you know. Uh, of course, we're doing all all the turkeys that we can possibly cook and then some <laughs> for Thanksgiving. And Christmas is about lobster Newburgh and beef tenderloin and just all those wonderful things. And um, and then I think when 2022 hits, I think I suspect it's off to the races yeah. with parties. I think people are going to entertain like crazy. We uh, we did ads for the St. Helens Harvest Festival, which was last yeah. weekend, and uh, people were so excited to get out there and just have fun and go back out, ride the rides. Yeah. I think the same thing is going to happen with parties, like you said. I definitely do. The catering business is going to blow up next year. Ah, yeah. So excited. So let's talk a little bit um, about your staff. Yeah. Um, a phenomenal staff, uh, great chefs. Yeah. Uh, we love Renee. Yeah. Um, how long has Renee been with you? Well, in my last Christmas card to her, I said, Renee, I think we, we just need to stop counting. It, it's very close to 30 years. Wow. And I know she knows exactly because she forgets nothing. Um, but I, I don't remember exactly which year she started. But she's the greatest asset a person could have in business. And um, But that goes, it, it, it go, it, it's true for everybody. You know, we really are a team. Yeah. It's, it's a team effort. It is, I've never ever presumed to think I could do any of this by myself. I never did. I've always had chefs. I've always had somebody who's what I call a party captain, you know, right. somebody out there. And um, and I, I'm sort of the foundation. I think I'm the support and I'm the silver polish. That's what I call myself. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've got a couple great chefs. You've got one very young kid that's yes. phenomenal. Yes. Let's talk about your chefs. <laughs> well, I have... In the, in the lead is David Harmon, who, who I say of him, he's just everything except famous. He could be. He doesn't even want to be. He's, he's that good. He's just phenomenal. And he's owned restaurants around Vero Beach, and he's wise, and he's efficient, and he's 
very sophisticated. He's just superb. And then he is mentoring his young protege, who is Charlie Corper, who came on board last year. And he's 24 years old. He has a passion for cooking. I, I don't mean to speak out of turn about him, but he told me in his interview, I left college after two years because there was nothing there for me. He said, I, I just didn't grab onto anything. I love to cook. And I said, Charlie, you need to step back in the kitchen with, with David. And, and then there's Matt Longworth, who's been with me, oh my gosh, 15, maybe 20 years now. And he has a he's superb palate. And he, he does fantastic things for the company. And Krista Kennedy, who is my new, uh, my nephew's wife. And she is a pastry chef, but she's just superb. And, and, and everybody else. I, I don't want to just name everybody, but really it's, I'm lucky to have really five chefs in rotation. Mm -hmm. So nobody is burnt out, hopefully. And Renee and me at the helm, so to speak. Renee is sort of the operations manager. And then we have a lot of support staff around us. And sometimes it's very busy and the next week it might not be so busy. So it's difficult. You know, it's like, gosh, you want to be fair. I want to pay everybody. It's just, it's, it's not like the restaurant business where, you know, there's a, you know, a crescendo, the weekends right. are going to be busy at Monday night is a Saturday night in the party <laughs> business. We, you know, we could be busier on a Monday than a Saturday. Right. So, yeah. Happens a lot. Yeah, it's tough because it's not like you have monthly recurring income or like you said, that you know exactly which night is, is right. going to do it for you. Um, but having a great staff and having those folks there, you know, and again, you must be doing something right. If, if Renee's been with you 30 something years. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's that's tremendous. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, so, all right. So the holidays are coming. How does somebody order or how does somebody set up a party with you? What do they do? Well, they call. We usually set up a consultation time so that we're not busy. People will stop by, and if we can sit down, great. But call 772-563-0646. It's in the book. Um, make a time to come in and sit down with myself or Renee or both of us. I usually It's usually both of us if it's an event of 200 or more. If it's complicated, we all need to sit down and, and do the planning. But if it's, say, Renee does a consultation for a cocktail party for 30 people, she then gives the menu to me. We talk about it. We maybe tweak it a little bit. We price it. We send a proposal for your consideration, and we go from there. And um, if it's if it's a go, then then we put it into the works. But it's just a matter of really calling the shop. What I love is when we come in and we shoot photos or videos or any of that, and you've got this dish, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what you call it, but it looks amazing. And then you rattle off something in French, and I'm like, okay, that sounds great. <laughs> What's really cool is um, how customized. I mean, you make everything. A lot of those dishes that I see in there, I don't think you'll see in any other restaurant in the world or any other place in the world. It's really neat. Oh, thank you. You know, you, how, how you guys just kind of mix and mash things. And, yeah. And it just looks incredible. That's a great word, customized, because I... I use that word. We customize each and every party. The things that we know about our clients of so many years is who's going to whose party. And so we know not to do those orders necessarily at so-and-so's parties because it's too similar and it's, it's a lot of crossover. And we know that the museum and the theater and all the events, we know that there's a lot of crossover. So we have to be cognizant of that and keep menus fresh and different, new and 
that's, you know, we have a lot of behind the scenes customization to make these parties uniquely theirs. And I think that comes from the client. I really lean on the client. It's like, what do you like? Right. Because right. that's, it has to start there. And she said, well, my husband won't eat this. And blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, no. What do you like? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. So, There's a lot of similarities yeah. in the marketing world. We come to the yeah. clients and, and it's not a one size fits all thing. Mm -hmm. It's you're not McDonald's. You don't right. have a menu of six items. Pick right. one. I mean, it's right. it's it's so customized. Yeah, um, we'll do anything. I mean, yeah. almost anything. We've cooked lion. We've cooked just a lion. A, <laughs> yes, unusual, unusual. Where do you things. get lion meat? We got it out of Miami. Really? Yeah, that was a long time ago. We have clients who will go on safari and have something shipped home if they if they did any shooting. We had someone fish in Alaska and the salmon was shipped home and we prepared that for them. And it's cool. It's that neat. It's unbelievable. It's super neat. That is really cool. Yeah. So yeah, you will almost literally do anything. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. um, that's really all I had. I wanted to talk to you about mm -hmm. the catering business. I want to talk to you yeah. about how you got started, which is a phenomenal story. You basically Thanks. bought your friend shop yes. <laughs> and started from there. I love that. Um, that you went to school for something and said, you know, I don't like this. Uh -huh. I like that. Yeah. Kind of like Charlie. A uh -huh. bit. Yes. Um, a little bit like myself. I don't know if you've ever heard my story. I wanted to be an architect when I was a kid mm. and I was working in this radiology clinic, uh, filing papers and I ended up being an x-ray tech for 15 years. So very, very similar there. Yeah. Uh, so right. I love the story. I love the, the track that you've taken and 37 years in business. Um, pretty much in the same spot. I know you said you weren't in the same exact place for, right. for, for the whole time, but right you know, within a half a mile or so. Yes. Yeah, that's great. It's wonderful. And uh, thank you for the kind words about social media. That's oh, <laughs> well, it's a, it's, a, it's a new world. It really yeah. is a new world mm -hmm. and you have to kind of lean in yeah. and to stay in business alive through COVID. It was, it was the way, you yeah. know, so. Well, I think that, uh, like I said, I think your, your COVID adventure hopefully is coming to an end pretty soon. I hope and so too. Uh, we get back to, uh, get back to normal. Okay. Do so, you have anything else you want to add? Well, gosh, um, no, thank you to Quail Valley. Oh, my gosh, yes. what a nice place to be. And no, just again, thank you to you, Curtis, and thank you to really I am, and I mean it, I'm grateful beyond words to, to be in this business in this really wonderful community. And I love my summers free, and I work really hard in the winters, and life is good. Yeah, well, I love Vero Beach. Yes, I love Vero Beach. I could work for the Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, again, thank you very much for coming on. Okay. Uh, thank you to Quail. Thank you, Kevin Given, for letting us set yeah. up uh, out here. A uh, beautiful day in the, uh, late November. Uh, again, can't beat Vero. Right, so, right. Thanks again. Okay, Curtis, thanks. All right.